0: Hello everyone and welcome to episode 66 of Story Mode, a video game podcast, the official podcast of StoryModeGaming.com. Now you regular viewers might have already picked up on this, but I'm not the regular host of Story Mode. (laughs) Now for those unaware, I am Joshua Cotter, frequent contributor of the website um, where all this kind of sprung out from Um, and I'm a... I do occasionally appear on the panel on the podcast, but tonight I am joined by an illustrious panel consisting of the ever effervescent Simon Evans. I'm so glad you decided to bring that back. The disgraced host, risking it all for one last shot at the big time, Jesse Munro. Let Jesse host. Yeah, that's (laughs) bullshit. Tag, bullshit. I'm giving you
1: George Power already.
0: For too long have we sheltered under the ivory tower of a Mr. Jesse Munro. It's my I can't time believe to shine. can you killed
1: Keelan for this. <laughs>
0: Keelan had it coming. He knew what he was getting involved in. He shouldn't have smuggled those drugs across the border. <laughs> Without context as well. <laughs> so, yeah, if you are wondering, Keelan's getting his
1: whole bottom jaw removed by the dentist at the moment. He had some teeth work go wrong. When dentistry yeah. goes wrong, <laughs> his mouth was <laughs> filled
0: up with blood. That is too terrifying. Yeah, I cannot. Yeah, I cannot deal mm. with that. No. Nope.
1: And and if you're wondering, like, why why have I given this this power to Josh? And I know I will never get it back. It's gone Um gone it has I was meant to be on holiday, relaxing in in the forest. We had booked this really nice place in Dalesford, had a tennis court, had a waterfall, walking distance away from us, and got cancelled because of COVID. So. I wasn't meant to be here, but hey, it's been a big week of games, so I'm kind of glad I'm here. Mm. Kind of. I
0: don't feel Ah, like I would have felt confident talking about Horizon Forbidden West without you here. Yeah, it would have felt very weird. It would have been so strange.
1: I would have been been fucking furious, to be honest. I would have recorded my own
0: podcast by myself. (laughs) (laughs) A solo podcast. Welcome to the Jesse
1: Munro cast. I'm your host.
0: Oh, shit, line.
1: Jesse Munro. I'm here to talk about Horizon. What a game.
0: It's actually, um, so Horizon is going to be the topic of the show this week. Um, But first, we've got a couple of other big reveals we want to get stuck into. So let's dive right in. Get in there. First up, Far Cry 6 actually got its full-on gameplay debut this week. Um, There was like around seven minutes of footage, um, along with the big reveal that it's coming October 7th, which honestly, I know it was meant to come out the end of last year, right? And then the beginning of this year. But like... I was not expecting it to be October. I'm a little surprised. I, uh, little cautious, of course, but I'm optimistic. Um, I know. I expected I, I the fair delay on this one. Yeah, I I know that. Like, of course, Jesse and Lauren got up early and streamed reactions to the reveal, and uh, that sounds Bar like far
2: too goddamn early. Far <laughs> <Sorry>. oh. <laughs> too goddamn
0: early. <laughs> Worst thing I've ever done. <laughs> it was literally half an hour of static load screens before the real deal started. And the real deal was seven minutes. (laughs) I mean, look, so I checked everywhere. It was, what was it? It was on
1: Sunday morning for us in in Victoria. And on Friday, I'm going through everywhere and I'm I'm finding all these Australian websites who have done the time conversion because I simply cannot be bothered doing it myself. And all of them said 2.30 a.m. It starts at 2.30 a.m. So we were considering just, hey, Saturday morning, like two thirty AM is too early or too late or whatever it is. Let's on Saturday morning we'll react to it and then we can stream some Fortnite or whatever. Um, and then it got to that night. I'm like, oh, you know what? I'm full of beans. I'll stay up, <laughs> play, <laughs> play Pokemon Snap and f- watch Future Armor until two thirty. Nice. in. I've completely lost my mind because I'm that tired. And you have a countdown, and I'm thinking, I'm like, oh, this is a bit sus because every you know the Ubisoft website saying it's, uh, sorry the Ubisoft feed. Saying it starts in fifty minutes, but IGN says forty-five. <laughs> Screwed yourself there, didn't you, IGN? You're fools. How you um, we So the countdown ends, and then another countdown appears, and <laughs> me, being infinitely <laughs> stupid, actually comment because there's like a, there's like a timer in the top corner. It says half uh. an hour. I'm like, oh, Lauren, they're actually counting down to the end of the um to the end <laughs> of the <laughs> presentation. Oh, you That's weird? The child. oh my god. Oh. And like. So you watch these stills, like kind of give me like the flavor of the game, like get to understand sort of some of the history of, of Ashara. It actually does
0: remind me of the Far Cry Five reveal when they had, um, <laughs> they had the reveal where um, they had just like sh- static shots of like the landscape and things like that, and you saw like bodies drifting down the river slowly and stuff like that. Oh, I remember that. Did they do a countdown to that though? Though was that like part believe- of the show? I, I think actually they might have just like. Shadow drop that. That was just that just appeared on Twitch, and it was like Ubisoft is announcing something. Look at somebody's head getting time? banged between two bloody bell- bells and stuff like that. And, like the images were, were interesting. It was kind of cool seeing how they evolved. They told the like,
2: story. Like it was yeah. good. It was a good little story to kind of see, and you got to see like the map of the world and
1: just like how it all evolved. Start when being excited President Castillo it. takes over, and blah blah blah. But by the time like the actual footage started, like Lauren and I. Two of the biggest Far Cry fans you're gonna find. But we were already really bitter. It was such a it was it got
0: the, the whole shop to a bad, bad oh, stop. That really sucks. What? Because yeah. like honestly also a bit loopy. I like oh, actually yeah. tuned into it. I only watched it this morning. Um what a, what a good time. I'm so looking forward to Far Cry 6. Like, I fell off Far Cry 5, felt like it didn't have much character, not much flavor, not much personality. I felt like so much of that game was just focused around these antagonists that just, you know, they were larger than life. They were the ones you wanted to see. Um, but the way that game was even paced, I mean, you know, you'd go like five hours without seeing them occasionally.
2: Yep. But seeing exactly. this
0: and so much of the focus being on the protagonist again, we haven't had this since like Far Cry 3. You know, like even Far Cry Four, you didn't have nearly as much emphasis on the character and where they're from and their background and their their beliefs.
1: That was really nice to see, like a focus on protagonists. And like now, you can have they're focusing on the female protagonist, but you can pick either. Um, and yeah, I like even though they got Giancarlo Esposito as uh, El Presidente, yeah, as the antagonist, they didn't focus too much on him,
2: which I was nice.
1: It. They kind of focused more on the systems here. And like you said. The Last Far Cry lacked character. Like, its
2: lacked a lot of draw things.
1: was America. It's an America. How crazy is that? We haven't been to America. This is crazy. They had the Last Supper with was. guns.
0: What are you going to do? But, it's yeah. America. Come on, doing, man. It's America, Hey, hey forget man. about it. Hey, I'm but walking in. I thought this piece was, was America.
1: Was just like, there's so much character and flavor to it.
3: it, it looked, We've just insulted our entire looks American good, base.
0: But I have, I have, I have concerns. You have concerns. Well, well, let's actually go through. Uh, Simon, have you actually seen the
3: reveal? Um, I I did sort of speed watch it because I have zero interest in Far Cry generally speaking. Yeah, that's I've fair. I've never played any of them. I know Far Cry Three mm. is heralded as one of the best experiences you can have with Far Cry, and it's one of those games, or games that I've always thought the medium. I've always looked at it and gone, yeah, one day, kind of like Mass Effect. And you know that that sort of stuff. I go, eh, sure, yeah. I played a little bit of Far Cry Five. It's
0: cool.
2: Yeah,
3: I played a little bit of Far Cry Five when my um, brother-in-law got a copy of it and was playing it, and I'm like, oh yeah, sure, I'll just fuck about with it. And it was really weird, and I didn't enjoy it, and I hate the forced first-person perspective the whole time. Yeah. Um, I got kind of used to it, but anyway, uh, Far Cry Six. I was getting at it, and I'm like. Eh. It looks like it will be fun, and it looks like it has a lot of really fun things to do, mm-hmm. but I have my reservations as to what it's going to take
0: to get to the fun bit. Of course. How like, long I, are you going to have to go through shit I, to get I actually, the I actually, I really do feel that, like, Far Cry 5 was just, like, the testing bed for all these mechanics and kind of a lot of it, like this Breath of the Wild, open air approach, the way you take down these strongholds and things like that. Whereas this is kind of, they've got that, they're building upon that. This will have more character. It'll have more personality. It'll have more charm. It'll have the characters that you're actually invested in somewhat. Because that's another thing actually was like the characters I saw in this trailer, that weren't simply dick jokes. I was like, damn, yeah. okay, cool. <laughs> like I'm, I'm There were some this. dick jokes, but not they're, all A 100% huh? dick jokes. Like, they, they, had had some, they had some...
1: Depth to them, and some of them were a bit more uh, restrained, which was nice. But speaking of characters, now I know it looked worse we were watching the live feed, but since then I've watched you know the the high def version they put out there. I understand why, but the character models look really muddy, and it re- it was really jarring. I kind of understand because Yara, the place of the game is taking place, the island that you're on is huge. It looks like th- this is by far the biggest Far Cry map they've had, and I understand they've put efforts into other assets, because some of the other environments look crazy good. That jungle, mm-hmm. when she's walking through the, with the boat, looks, looks mind-blowing. Yeah. And
3: you can see the drops of water on it's her arm. It's so cool. It's but, like, but then wah.
1: you look at the faces during the, some of the cutscenes, scenes, and they just don't
0: look Right, and so I know this blocky.
2: Tool. They look a little bit blocky. Yeah, yeah.
0: What do you mm. mean by muddy? For me, I felt like the maybe the lighting the was too harsh. It, the lighting wasn't doing it. Some favors. yeah, the lighting
2: definitely yeah. didn't do very much justice to it. Yeah, Absolutely. yeah. Mixed sure with the lighting
0: and
1: the and the textures on their face, just it just looked a bit wrong. Yeah, hopefully, yeah. able it, to fix it, that. It was jarring. Is, but is this a cross-gen
3: well, game? Yes, it is. Yes, I think that explains a bit of it. even Absolutely. then, like, yeah. like I mean, in terms of some amazing games, because I don't think we've ever had. Uh, a generation that can handle lighting in anywhere near this much capacity as we can with the PS5 and the Series that's X. Cool. So I think that's probably why, it, as you're saying, you know, the lighting looks a bit off, which makes the character models look a bit muddy. I think that's that's why, is that it's I know a stemmed like it, game and you get that yeah. as a result.
0: I get that it's the same publisher, different teams, but I mean, like Valhalla, I thought had pretty awesome for an open yeah. world game, like facial animations, lighting. I never thought that. Um, really the character models were out of place at all. Um, And that's actually something I really did notice about uh, Origins and Odyssey when they came out. I was really impressed by that in Valhalla. It was just a nice touch. Uh, Maybe they just had a bit more time for polish. I mean, we're still a ways off from Far Cry 6, but yeah. I think looking just at the rest of the environments, I have faith that
1: this will lift. This is clearly not the final product when it comes to the facial animations and textures and lighting and what have you. Everything else looks damn good and I wish they focused on that a little bit more because a lot of close face shots and maybe it's because I was tired and already a bit worn down for that <laughs> half an hour at the start. Yeah. But when I saw them, all I did was complain about them, which is a shame because when I rewatch them, I'm like, no, this this looks good. But I still have reservations about some some
3: parts I, off I think the trailer. I think polishing facial animations, generally speaking, tends to be one of the more time-consuming Aspects of creating a game, especially of when course, you're trying yeah. to go for something that's this is uh, this is an analogy that's just come into my head. But does anyone else get Just Cause vibes from
0: yes, the oh, Just Cause and Mercenary like, every time?
3: Like, but in in the best way because yeah, I was just then when we were when the trailers were playing. I'm like, hang on a second. There's a big gas tanker there which is spewing out fire. I know what that if
0: does. I just <laughs> want
3: to shoot it one more time and watch it rocket into someone. Yeah, dude. And that's the barrel into fucking
0: that's orbit. It. <laughs> that's the barrel and it's red. I'll tell you <laughs> what, mm. speaking about explosions, the backpack? What the flip? Yeah, what, the, the backpacks backpack was...
2: look sick. Oh,
0: I'm on the fence sick. about them. Sick. I want to be like no, Django Fed like... or something. Like, what? <laughs> we'll
1: be... So, okay, like, speaking of the backpack side, thinking of explosions, did you guys notice the environmental damage? Yes. Yeah, knocking Wait. down Way more environmental damage mm. better than time around. And it looks like. Oh, my God. Lev- I, Way I more. There to,
2: never was environmental damage in previous games.
1: Back in the day, I had to, I had to write about evolution in that. an article or something, <laughs> and it, oh, it broke me. Um, <laughs> yeah, there was no like proper environmental damage, but it also looks like the smoke caused by explosions blinds your enemies. They couldn't so see cool. where you are, which was a n- really, really nice touch there. Um, okay, so you guys are all on board with the backpack.
0: All on yeah. board. Yeah. That's the kind of crazy character kind of stuff. Where that I'm just was- like, they're having fun. That was the one part of the trailer where I'm like, ooh, that looks like the sort of shit I want to play. Dude, yeah. Is where there was like
3: you've got the backpack and it sends rockets out, and I'm like, <laughs> and, like she takes the knee in my braces. Like
1: I play Far Cry games in a way that you like is kind of the antithesis of me as a person. I go around with like a science sniper rifle and a science pistol and a knife. I am super stealthy in the way that I play bow Far Cry. And arrow games. Man. I don't know why and a bow and arrow. Uh, nobody knows I'm there until they're all dead. I yeah. love playing the. I episode. just go in <laughs> loud as
0: hell, and I think
1: <laughs> that's how most people play Fargrian. Kind of how they're meant to be played. Yeah, yeah. So all yeah. of these improvements when it comes to like the really over the top weapons, we see there's a revolver with like so there's like a pistol with like a drum magazine attached to it. Oh, um, <laughs> there's a disc launcher that plays the macarena, which is going to get a <laughs> yeah. lot of strikes. <laughs> what,
3: on yeah. Hey, uh, I want the, the sp- strikes on Twitch. I want to take that down for a second because, right, first off... Where the hell are you getting all of these fucking rewritable CDs? Secondly, how much time did you spend burning the Macarena onto each and every
2: you single one of these? I know that Yara is the number one exporter of disposable CDs. I <laughs> I rewritable did not. CDs, sorry. Yeah, no, that's that's it. That's,
0: that's actually it. a pirate all right, there trailer we go. That, that answers my question. I no, I think it
2: factories Factories and factories. And I felt like that the Macarena gun
0: CDs. was like actually kind of I don't know. It was a bit lame for me. It was a little too much.
1: Yeah, it was, little, it was a little bit too new totally. dawn, and I wanted to kinda of scrub a lot of new dawn out of my head.
3: Okay, um, but if we want to talk about it being too much, can we talk about the Wilhelm scream, please? Because
2: yeah, what? What the fuck? I I just like in the background every time. Uh, yeah, <laughs> Never no. so. I heard that too, and I was like, well, this goes down a grade. <laughs> yeah, like
3: it instantly
1: pulls If the me Wilhelm scream wasn't it. a good thing, it wouldn't have lasted however long it had.
2: But it's it's well, not. A it's not a good it's, thing. It's, it's turned oh, look, backwards. yes yeah,
1: now so it's in fusion. so many
2: things that you hear it and you go, oh. Same with those children laughing. How I about that band?
3: So that's
1: you, know, you should cream. Know
2: Do you hate exactly them as well? what I should
3: yeah. talk about. i Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, like the the, the kids laughing <laughs> thing, and yeah, the Wilhelm. <laughs> They're on one. the same level of like, okay, you went for the lowest budget option you fucking could. <laughs> all right then.
2: They got the free stock photos and <laughs> <laughs> photoshopped out the the Getty images.
3: <laughs>
1: Who is this? Getty that's all images? the stills at the start were Getty images. <laughs> um. Uh, but yeah, I think a lot of like yeah stuff like the the crazy weapons, the crazy vehicles, um, uh definitely for people who want to play Far Cry really loud, like you do, Josh. Yeah, they will work. But all that was like ah, I'm cool without that. I don't need that. I don't like that because yeah, just it it's going to that some of the stuff like you said. They tested a lot of stuff in Far Cry Five. Then they also tested a lot in New Dawn when it comes to. Customizing weapons and being a bit out there and outlandish.
2: Yeah, and I, I like the bit. the combination of those kind uh, two kind of things of the um what what was good with those games we will put into this one. Yeah. For this one as well, they've got cutscenes that have your protagonist in them, which has never happened before. Yeah, yeah I, 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 I was so actually
0: happy. a bit worried about that because they did have a lot of just traversing the landscape from a third person perspective. I doubt just because it's Far Cry, there's going to be a third person camera for us to play around with.
2: So from it made camera. me think.
0: So it made me think that maybe those cutscenes are again just for trailer purposes, and we will be viewing them from first. If I may, very. I mean, considering I'm
3: the least Far cried person out of all of us, that is the only thing I wanted when I was playing Far Cry Five. I'm like, when I'm driving a vehicle, yeah. I just want to have a third-person no, yeah, perspective. No, that, yeah, that's that's because the Far
2: Cry thing. Yeah. You got to drive it's, from the inside of the car. It's and, dumb as hell. Like it's it's That's nice in
3: a way, like from a set piece perspective, you know, it, cool. You get to sort of better look at the inside of the car that they've clearly taken lots of time and energy and effort to model and make look somewhat realistic. But I fucking hate it, and I like I don't like that. I don't like that in the slightest. I want to yeah, be removed the from the situation so I can. I just the imagine car as a
1: whole. when you drive your actual car. You have like a webcam about like six feet above little drone. the car. Oh up, and you have like a headset
3: on, and it's like, oh. this is how I drive. That's actually a brilliant idea. You have a drone. It's not. Yeah, no, no, it's brilliant. It's <laughs> actually <laughs> it's not. You have a drone <laughs> that is designed to follow the antenna in your car, and it has a really good camera, and you have a headset on, and you can drive in third person. That's amazing we are already lost you onto losing teeth. Yeah.
1: We're going to lose you to a broken <laughs> bones from your car accident. <laughs>
3: yeah, just And wait. then the drone's
1: going to fly into you. But you, um, I think you, Far Cry games have a lot of driving in them, but the driver can't shit. Yeah. <laughs> like none yeah. of the cars are good in Far Cry games. To be fair, Far Cry 3, especially, when you're in a bit of a, a hops, so you being chased down, the stuff going on, being inside the car feels really cool. It kind of feels, feels chaotic variety. as hell. It, yeah. Yeah. It pumps up the chaos if it's cool. This. What do you feel about? How do you feel about the the uh, customizable um, vehicles in this?
2: Never gonna um, use them. Gonna no. drop them off. Keep God running.
3: No. Yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> some of them well, look weird.
2: How, yeah, uh, yeah. Some of them did look weird. Some of them looked like the same kind of ha ha funny tier from like the new dawn customizable.
0: Yeah, salvageable it definitely made metal, me, metal, It made uh, me think things. of just Borderlands. Yeah. yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's it. But it I don't, I don't it care. depends. <laughs> it depends on the map size and also because this game seems to have a first ever like full size city. Um, yeah. well, more so, or less full size. I'm so city. happy about that. Yeah. So How is Was that going to work? Yeah, it's going to it's just going to depend on on if they've made the game for driving, you know. Whereas the other ones, I feel like all the other ones are made for Well, I feel like Far Cry 3 was made for kind of running through the jungle and and being scared and Far Cry 4 was made for that but also elephants and then (sighs) 5 was made for, you know, uh, taking control of other people's cars, commandeering trucks and driving them back to different locations. So this one kind of seems a bit more like, I don't know, like they they want us to drive obviously. They want us to drive as much as they wanted us to drive in 5. So, yeah, I think the map is probably going to let us do it a bit more.
1: Other than cars, now Lauren, this is all you—the mm. <laughs> horses.
2: Oh yeah, right, the horses! I was so excited <laughs> when I saw there were horses.
0: Is there gonna be I... a horse companion? Is there gonna be a D horse?
2: Oh, look, oh yes. I don't. Know. <clears throat> I feel like these horses are gonna going to be the same as what's in The Last of Us Part Two, where it's like you ride them, but that's it. Like you can't, like you're not meant to go off track. You're not meant to. um you know they don't want me to die unless it's contextually obligated. Um, you feel
0: like what do you mean like they're a narrative element? Like I've they're got- just
2: they're just like a here I've got a horse here go on the the dirt track they won't see you coming if you're on a horse you know that kind of thing. Mm. Like it might be a bit more like that then now you have a horse companion and you can ride around like in, I don't know like a red day the whole game. I, I've in got a feeling
0: they'd be scripted as well. I don't
2: know either I way, mean, but
0: the whole game's so I sandboxy. It would be so disappointing it if is. they did that. But yeah, I, like, yeah, yeah. I mean, like yeah, that, honestly, something that I really loved about the trailer as well is I, I know they've run it into the ground, but I still say, get so happy seeing all the new companions, especially the animals. Cheeseburger oh, oh was God. my they, man in um, Five Five.
1: The fucking crocodile, though.
0: dude! Yeah. That crocodile. He's got a that little. That crocodile on. looks pretty what? fucking cool.
1: Now, okay. Here's my question. Is that crocodile going to get in the car with me? Dude, he better. If not, ah, he's sitting in the tray.
0: Because yeah, I to yeah. see his little snap they, in come um, out of the side. The dogs
2: got in with you. What is it? Boomer. Boomer got in with you in Far oh, Cry 5. He did, yeah. He got on the back of your, your little um,
1: four-wheeler. Boomer, look, Boomer looks and identical to my dog. I mean, Boomer thing. is Hamish. Also. They're, they're the
0: same thing. <laughs> like, shout out to Chorizo's, like, bloody ear physics. How insane is <laughs> yeah. that? Yeah. He's wearing yeah. his face and he looks a little When angry, he gets a little angry at the end and he goes, pulls a little face I was like damn that's my boy I'm going to take Teresa yeah, on all really of my missions um Ugh. i i I kind of just wish this trailer
1: was cool to hype up a lot of the uh gameplay mechanics and stuff I want to see more of the island just yeah exactly I think
0: I think we've seen a lot of generic jungle we've seen some you know some more flat kind of areas we've seen the city Let's go in depth. Let's see what buildings been going in the city. Things like yeah. that. Well, I, I there like- is
1: one scene um, where she's got a sniper on top of a building. I'm like, is there verticality in the city? Cause if so, yeah. this is game of the year material. Hell yeah, man. Me. If, you uh, if I can up go on top of a building with a stuff? sniper. Yeah. Oh my God. So exciting. Yeah. I want to ride my horse to a goddamn shopping center. <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah, that would be fun. But That's I
2: mean- not what they're for, Jesse. One thing
3: I would like, um, and it's something that we don't really see a lot of in trailers, because, I know, it's not really a conventional thing to show off, but I would like a map zoom out. Every once in a while, for games such as this, where it looks like it's going to be huge, I'd like to see, you know, like, oh, you've got all the combat and action going on, and then it cuts away, and the map, like, the camera zooms out, and you get to see the bigger map as a whole.
1: There's a reason they they wouldn't do that with a Far Cry game.
3: I I get I get that there's a million put that reasons Fog of War why
1: kind of thing and they went on yeah, like narrative
3: stuff yeah they won't and and for for all sorts of purposes for all sorts of different games but um you know there, there's certain YouTube channels which do things like that and I love seeing the full map in one go and you're like cool you never get to see that often and I do just every once in a while I think it would be really cool to see it but you know that's neither here nor there I just think it would be cool to yeah. give well, us a that- sense of scale. Even that if it zoomed said, out a little bit and went to home base and, you know, the camera panned over a whole bunch of jungle or whatever really quickly and didn't get to see anything, I still think that would be kind of cool. But, hmm. yeah.
1: I would have liked it the gameplay footage was like live gameplay. So they they go into the pause menu, so you see kind of the map as it would be at that point in the game. You mm. can see what some of the icons well, are, so you can get an idea of what some of the side quests are. Uh-huh. You go around and maybe, you know, you get given a simple mission, you upgrade your gun, show us how yeah. the uh, gun's are upgradable now. Um, that I would be
0: nice, but Hey, look, I, I think I'm we're going to see this. that. I think we're going to see that in about a week. That's going to be at Ubisoft's event. We're going to get I hour, three time, isn't it? 40 minutes gameplay, and they're just going to let, let it loose. You're going to have a bunch of streamers playing it, but actually I thought it was really that's interesting, so cool. Simon, that you were talking about scale. Cause you know something else that's all about scaling. Yeah, well, Dying light you Two. You son that's of a right, bitch. guys. Ah. Yeah. Still in his thunder. Yeah. He so, stole my job. I'll mean kill you.
3: <laughs> totally we, didn't mean to set you up, but I'm glad that I did.
1: <laughs> wait, but, wait. Hold, hold the phone, Simon. When I make a segue into a next topic, it's just you're an idiot. And then this time
0: you're like, oh, Josh, it was so good. This is. That's because Simon oh and I are actually buff, friends. Now. You know? I, yeah. <laughs> oh. So, I wore my good trackies for this
3: <laughs> That was your first this mistake This is an outrage You put pants on your fool This is bullshit
0: But it was announced this Talk week Talk about got them. dying light We're actually going to get our hands on dying light To December 7th I mean that's what they're saying Again this game's been delayed for like three years now So uh, yeah, yeah. Doesn't hold all that much water But we'll see how it goes I mean like Honestly, even the first Dying Light was delayed from like PS3, 360 onto PS4. So we'll see how it goes. Um, As it stands, though, they were pretty honest about the reasons for the delay. Of course, they just came straight out. first lines in the trailer or the gameplay reveal were literally, hey, it's been a weird year. It's been a weird time. We're trying to put a list together. Yeah. This is where we're at. I didn't feel like it was too obnoxious. I didn't feel like it was done in a THQ Nordic kind of, you know, FU... You know, gaming journalist kind of way. It was, it was nice. It was nice. It was honest. It was brief. That, that, that whole thing was weird, wasn't it? And it moved on. Um, But big well, standout. So for So just me. At the
1: start of the trailer, you know, you mentioned the, how they they mentioned COVID. I also like how they also showed what they showed at twenty in twenty nineteen. Yeah, right. That so will yeah. cool, just see where, they where it came they from because, like, yeah, it's like, hey, there's been a lot of time. You have probably forgotten about this. Here's context of how far this game's come.
0: And dude, that honestly, cool. if I'm Audra. being completely honest, watching that gameplay they showed where it's like, hey, this is 2019 footage, you know, things have changed. I was watching that footage and I'm like, I had no interest in watching that. <laughs> I had no interest <laughs> in watching that. But mm. presented here, I was a little bit more interested. Um, I'm not sure if yes. anybody else here yeah. has played Dying Light. Does anybody else have experience with it? Nada. No? I have not played it, no. I picked it up on release. I had a friend that was really excited for it. Um, I tried playing it on my own. got really bloody annoyed when I had to climb up like a um, dumb fuck right tower kind of thing because um, I just couldn't get the parkour right. It just didn't make sense. It obviously wanted to be some kind of Assassin's Creed 2 kind of, you know, um, scaling a uh a church, you know, a chapel or something like that. And it just wasn't. And it was frustrating. And it was a dumb tower and it wasn't fun. Um, so I fell off it very early, only to come around a year or so later when that same friend I picked it up at launch with was like, yo, I love this game. I love its expansion. Let's co op it. Blasted through it in a night. It was a jolly time. Lots of shenanigans were had. Um, I can't tell you a single thing about what happens in the story, other than you play as a goddamn parkour instructor, um, which was beaten to death.
1: Wait, you're actually what, wait, what the fuck? You're actually a parkour? Jesse, instructor. where I have you thought, like, been for world, ten years? Learn- that was the main. No, no, wait, I know you can do parkour. I know you can do parkour. I know you can do parkour because it, it, it's it's Mirror's oh Edge, but everything's God. gone awry. I didn't know that your character. Wait, was this like before? So I am, everything I went am wrong? so
0: sorry, everyone at home who has heard this beaten to death. But yes, Jesse, the whole the game begins, yeah. right? You meet up with the survivors, and they're like, You're our only hope left. You're the only one who can go outside the city. And your character literally punches, white boy punches the bloody wall and goes, I'm just a goddamn parkour instructor. <laughs> that's <What> the-, that's <laughs> the character we're rooting for. Shit.
1: Right? They right. jumped right over good writing, didn't they? Oh, <laughs> they pulled oh yeah. right through
0: that. I tell you what, Holy though, sh- by the, by the I just end of the expansion, the just- by the end of the expansion, you do care about him. They do pull on your heartstrings. There's some good character moments. But goddamn, it it was goofy as hell in, like, a Resident Evil way. I was here for it. I loved it. I was giggling through most cutscenes. Um, but, I mean, again, I wasn't all that interested in Dying Light 2, unless I could play it with a good buddy. Um but watching this, the thing that like what seemed really outstanding to me was the parkour. It looks so much more fluid than anything fluid. in the first game. Um, I love the idea that maybe it's because it's a different setting now, but being able to have like cranes and um little things between the buildings. So you weren't just hopping rooftop to rooftop. What's the bridges instead, Yeah, you were like Running along makeshift bridges gives me really big Mirror's Edge vibes. Diving off of boards and stuff. Running along cranes, suspending like um, big old cement things. Um, It looked like just a ton of fun. And it really had this high energy feeling that I felt like the first one really lacked. It felt super stop and go. I felt like I was always getting pulled up on something. Where was the first one set? I'm not awfully certain, man. In a fictional city. I know that for sure. Oh, uh,
1: but like, like, was it a city or like? Because you're saying it was. It was a still a city. It
0: was still a city. Maybe not yeah. as metropolitan as just this one. Just not as sort of vertical.
1: Yeah. Ah, uh, gotcha. Yeah. So maybe just this having, having a bit more, more up. Than Adelaide. <laughs>
3: um, from what I can see, um, thanks to Steam, it just says survive in a city beset by a zombie virus. It's like cool. Oh, our city. A,
0: a city. city. That one. A just city. that one. Yeah. City It's, a. Not, it's probably city not the a.
1: one you're thinking well, of. City B looks good. I agree. <laughs> the, the move, like, this game has been something that I've seen people mention and they're quite liked. I know it's really, really popular on Twitch and stuff like that. But it's already grabbed my interest because it just seemed a little bit ridiculous that you're a parkour, now that I know you're a parkour <laughs> instructor,
0: going, you know, fighting Fantastic. through the well, apocalypse. Actually, okay, like, Jesse, I feel like this but is, is going to can- be right up your alley now with all the ways they're talking up relationships and these weird telltale like yeah. consequences and them actually having. Well, like repercussions on the world like they set me up the your
1: choices will have impacts on the environment that's a big deal for me that's really cool yeah. especially in a game that relies on the environment so much so you could really really you could really fuck
0: yourself Well, points i mean correct um, me if i'm wrong chat but i mean i believe also i think they fell off the project but a big selling point for this was they had some awesome developers and some really incredible writers including i believe the spec ops the line lead writer on board for this one. Like this, what? Yeah, this game attracted some really Damn. huge names in the industry oh, to Techland. Oh, okay. You, like, you're just to me. Yeah, Deck so this was line. kind of like a mixing pot of yeah. so many ideas, and it's been a development hell. I believe that writer has left. A lot of these big names have left since, Owl. but I think they have a lot to prove here. Cancel yet. my
1: pre-order. <laughs> <laughs> there's a part where, like you said, there's like a, almost like a telltale system of you know, narrative branching there seems to be a part where you're talking to somebody and you both walk out. And the moment he walks out, he is just clobbered by this gigantic zombie dude. And I'm like, if that's kind of how life and death, everything is in this game, everything, everything can change in like a split second. I'm in. I'm in. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm going to play this. This looks fun. Um, Great amount of enemies in it. It just, it's got a very, they haven't gone for like ultra realistic. I mean, the graphics have got a very
0: distinct, nice art style. I feel like, yeah, it it does have, it doesn't have the, it doesn't have a really uh, unique art style. It does feel very much just kind of like, I don't know, modern zombie game. Looks like Dead Rising three, kind of gray, kind of ugly. But I like a lot of the character designs or a lot of the um, enemy designs, especially in the first one. Like you have the, I think they're called like Night Stalkers or whatever, the big boys that come out at night. Just really cool creative designs. We've well, actually, that's that's one of the things about this game. Um, so
1: it's taking a lot from other games, and are the Night Runners just the Fireflies? Yeah,
0: essentially. <laughs> well, it's like, oh, so. the Night
1: Riders, they were they were a group that were here to protect us, and now we don't know who they are, where they are. They still here, they save us. It's, okay, I guess the Fireflies, cool, but I like how one of the Guys, who I think is in the Night Runners, looks like a really buff version of Littlefinger from Game of Thrones.
3: Oh, God. Yeah.
1: <laughs> buff Littlefinger, Big Finger.
3: A Finger, Littlefinger, Cardboard Box? I don't know. How does that song go? I don't um, know. I don't think it was actually, actually a song. No, no, no. There genuinely is. It was oh a thing in the UK. God. It was based off of Bob the Builder, and it was uh, Big Fish, Littlefish, Cardboard Box. Don't fucking ask me why Cut that I from I still the podcast. remember that Cut
1: that from the podcast. Yeah, please um, do. <laughs> Going back to the the enemies, I like – because this game takes place – I've got my notes here – 15 years after the apocalypse. I really like zombie games or monster games, apocalypse games that happen years after the fact. Yeah. Yeah, I
3: because like that. Because you can that. see stuff sort of develop and it, it kind of
1: makes sense. that It's like, oh, okay, there's a big dude now. Like, cool. It's that like- makes
3: sense because it's 15 years to to bake – but that's one thing that kind of annoys me, is that, like, oh, 15 years of evolution. And I'm like, mm, that's not how evolution works, okay? Like, <laughs> hold, hold up, hold up. Do you have an uh, issue
1: with a zombie game not being scientifically hey. accurate?
3: Well, hang on, no. because there are scientific possibilities that could lead to a genuine zombie apocalypse. I shit you not. There is a uh, a type of mushroom... Spore in the Amazon rainforest, which if it yeah, the one for it's, it's it's in um
1: that's what bay is, uh, Last based on. It's yeah, exactly, cold. and that that has some the
3: scientific zombies. pretense. Cool, that's fine. I I can you know disregard the scientific um you know background of generic zombies, whatever. But if you're gonna use things like evolution in this way. I have I have an issue with Pokémon doing it as well, don't worry. Um Wh- What? <laughs> the I know. Fuck are you on about. <laughs> no, because what evolution is isn't you I- can't evolution t- and isn't just what science straight apply to
1: games. This dude's a parkour instructor. He should have been the first person dead. <laughs> okay? Well, None of this makes sense <laughs> because if I was in this in this situation and I was in like some sort of stronghold and this guy knocks on the door and I'm like, "Hey, who are you? He's like, I'm Frank. Okay, Frank, what can you provide our th- hopefully soon to be thriving community? And he's like, I can teach you parkour. I would put a shotgun through the hole in the door and kill him. Like, <laughs> you Why? are of no use. Useless this- jump over a fucking fire hydrant, you dickhead. No. <laughs> yeah, oh, wait, yeah, it. wait, wait, wait.
3: Let's put a hole in this right now, because first and foremost, having someone who's good at movement and running around would be the perfect scout, gatherer, and just general survivor. You just No, man, back. i, no. I got to be honest, He's, I'm
0: with Jesse here. Simon, you are the target audience for this kind of parkour pandering bullshit. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> and it's time we put our foot parkour's down. Parkour's big in Perth, apparently. It's big in Breath of the Wild
1: as well. No, I saw but- people doing parkour. Near the Arrow um, River once, and he fell, and it was funny.
3: That's,
0: that's pretty all funny.
1: <laughs> that they could provide in the apocalypse is, is is comedy.
3: Yeah, that's fair. No. I do feel like they <laughs> totally. You know what? You'll be the all new all comedy parkour guy.
1: instructors out there. Now, like, I'm, just, I'm not saying if you do parkour, you're, you're an idiot, but if you're a parkour instructor, you are. Because I all I can like think <laughs> about is the um, the dance fighter guy
0: from Bob's Burgers. Yes. a <laughs> picture in my head. Yes. Back in 2012, yeah. though, these hey, guys- And you going punt punt In 2012, these guys had their finger on the pulse, man. They saw zombies blowing up. They saw parkour blowing up. Assassin's Creed's at its height. Yeah. And then they're just like, yo, let's yeah. a zombie missed, game about If they missed this one, they would have parkour. done like an
1: alien game about- They were going to do an alien game about planking.
0: Dude, imagine <laughs> if like- off. This is a game by WB and WB patented the Nemesis system. Did you imagine- That'd be actually pretty cool. Ooh. With the different factions and stuff. I nah. would like some
1: intelligent zombies in the game.
3: Nah. Uh,
0: no,
1: we've, had a, we've, had a, we've had a no from scientifically inaccurate parkour science. Yeah, absolutely. Fuck it. Man. There's no science
3: behind the Nemesis system. <laughs> <laughs> <I'm kidding>. um, <laughs> There's no science to it. No, I, 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 no, the I the reason why I doubt we'll see the Nemesis system return is because. WB aren't smart enough to use it properly. Uh, WB's so... <laughs> <putting it out laughs> out of there. Touch, that's a different man. topic
1: for another day, I another okay, for that's, another day that one.
3: <laughs> that's where I'm going to leave it. It's just they're not smart enough to use it in a creative way in you know, other than just a one-on-one yeah. situation. Uh, like I, yeah. I feel like they're just like out like of touch can, with can the can actual imagine.
0: consumers that actually yeah. play their games. Yeah. But you know yeah, who yeah. isn't out of touch with the consumers that play their games? Sega. It's Sonic a, Team. Uh, wait, wait. If this is going where I think you—that's no, wrong. <laughs> that is incorrect, mean? sir. Nah, man. They know what we want, man. Come on. Sonic Colors Ultimate was also track. announced this week. Yeah. All right. Sonic Colors uh, yes. was part of what was it called? The S- Sonic Central live stream. Sonic Central. Yeah. Something like Sonic- that. Yeah. So they I had a couple so. of other announcements during the live stream. Um, we will get to some of those in a little bit, but primarily here, for the sake of my script that I prepared earlier, I want to talk about Sonic Colors. Um, <laughs> Sonic Colors, released in 2010, yes, please on the Wii, um, got a you know a 2D platformer as most games did at the time for the DS. Um, but the c- Sonic Colors on the Wii is pretty fondly remembered by Sonic fans. It was kind of like a follow-up to Sonic Unleashed, mm-hmm. which is like one Of my all time favorites, yeah. Sonic Unleashed might be my favorite Sonic game, I think it is 100%. Um, but releasing wow. only on the Wii was a pretty big, pretty big get. Um, since then, it has appeared on PC, it got released about I think it might have been 2016 now on PC, got a little bit of a resurgence. That sounds about right, yeah. And I mean, like a lot of the that elements, about right. That were introduced in Sonic Colors have since gone on to become series staples. Um, things like the wisps, the little power-up critters that you get along the way. Um, I mean, if you haven't played Sonic Colors, the thing about this one is think bit of Mario Galaxy almost. And all all I mean by that is really yeah. it takes it takes to space a little bit, and you meet up with little alien critters. One of the very Mario, also I haven't
1: played Mario Galaxy. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Well, have you picked up? If 3D you haven't played *Mario Galaxy*,
3: then you're missing out on one of the best three D platformers of all time. Play ever. *Far Cry 3. <laughs> oh yeah, sure for the platforming.
1: There's <laughs> platforming. You jump up on a on a crate.
0: <laughs> Great stretch. So it was. It was a bit. <sighs> This announcement was kind of spoiled. We've known about a Sonic Colors re-release for a little bit, but I'm looking forward to being able to play it on a console in high definition for the first time. I'm looking forward to Mm. trophies in it. If you ask me personally, Colors isn't up there with my favorites primarily because of its focus more on 2D. Um, And that 2D isn't classic Sonic. It's a nice little fusion of the both. And It's fun. It's fine. Um, I'm just a huge fan of the 3D games. I love speeding through it. I love the character designs. I love having just a fun little Saturday morning cartoon I can just have a jolly old time with and speed through and speed run. Um, So there are some levels that are right up my alley in colours. Just the large majority of it's just kind of, you know, Sonic the Hedgehog 4 (laughs) before that was a thing. Um, Mm. And I don't know, it was just a bit of a Let's not talk about that. Let's not talk about that. Okay.
3: Okay. Yeah, let's not talk about Sonic Four, um, but no, because the thing with Sonic Colors is that it was, I think, the first 3D Sonic game that wasn't mostly garbage. Yeah,
0: yeah, um, I think you can you say can, that.
3: You, uh, you, you can defend um, Sonic and the Secret Rings, and Sonic Unleashed, and uh, Unleashed Sonic and the Black Knight, game. whatever it was. Black Knight, um, loved you, it you it can it defend time. those. That's the thing. You can defend them all, in, like in, in your own way. That's fine. Fair enough. Everyone's going to have their own opinions. But overall, I think a lot of people, the general consensus on those games is that the majority of it was pretty rubbish. And that in and of itself is just sort of how Sonic has been treated in the 3D environment. And I think Sonic Colors was the first time that Sega put the right amount of initiative into creating a 3D Sonic game that felt like a Sonic game, and not like it's Sonic trying to be Crash Bandicoot yeah. and Mario and anything else. It 100%. felt like Sonic was being Sonic. Yeah.
0: And I feel like they and, also nailed um, the tone. I mean, like, they kind of got away with a yeah. lot of their dumb, edgy, melodramatic adventure stuff, even the weird, edgy Unleashed yeah. garbage. And they just went in just, this yeah. is a fun, God. it's at an interstellar amusement park, essentially, like, let's just be goofy yeah, and silly. Is also doubling as a as a giant weapon
3: which Eggman is going to use to destroy the world <laughs> yeah. or something. Like, Dude, So the hell up. I lost that in the plot somewhere. <laughs> like, it's it's fun, and it's silly in the right way. And I think that's why there's a lot of discussion about that. And that's part of the reason why Sonic Colors is heralded so uh, greatly by the community, is yeah. that it's the first
0: 3D Sonic game which isn't almost entirely rubbish. Well, actually, Simon... And it actually feels like a Sonic game should. Do you think coming off the Sonic movie, their thinking behind it was like, okay, we want to have a nice, big, pretty 3D Sonic game on the market for kids to buy for Christmas. What do we remake? And do you think they looked at colours and that, went, hey, look, this introduces the Wisps and introduces Tails. you think that, that would be...
1: Tails is going to be introduced in the next Sonic film. So this is a yes. really good way to kind of get people's head... Well, everyone knew about it. We've, <laughs> seen, yeah. we've seen, we've
3: seen, we've seen that we've seen the behind the, on the scenes. Suit. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, no, I think, I think if that is the decision, like if that's the thought process behind it and this decision that is some of the smartest thinking Sega as a company have done for over a decade.
0: I agree. And I actually, I I wouldn't put it past them to say, like, this is probably a move from Sega of America. Um, this is probably them saying, like, hey, look, what's something we yeah. can cash in on? What's something that we've already got ready? We did a PC port. It's pretty up a little bit. Something that's actually yes. super interesting about this release as well is the fact that it's being handled by the same team that just released Mass Effect Legendary Edition. Blind Squirrel Entertainment is making mm. Sonic Colours Ultimate. Mm. I hadn't heard about them before this week. That. I've got Legendary Edition sitting on my shelf. <laughs> I'm looking forward to diving into it. They've had a big month. They've had a big mm. month. And what a get as well. Um, well being able to put yeah, your name month. to two huge like- properties.
3: Yeah, Damn. like that that's massive. And additionally, I guess, on, on that note as well, is that I feel like it's... Like, just watching the trailer again earlier, it looks the way the game felt when yeah. I initially played it. Like, you, you know when you play, like, um, when you played games when you're a kid and you go back and play that PS1, like Final Fantasy VII, and you're like, oh, God, they're made out of Lego. What the fuck? <laughs> and then you play Remake and you're like, oh, wow, everything's so pretty. Because that's how it felt and that's how you remembered that's it. you remember it,
1: yeah. You remember oh, yeah.
3: it. Yeah, exactly. You, you do romanticize it a bit. I think that's... Um, That's why Josh
1: really remembers so many good words. Sonic games.
2: Oh, <laughs> yeah. man. Like, there suddenly, are so many really. good Sonic <laughs> games. Sonic never I played.
1: Bad. I have, like, no knowledge <laughs> of Sonic at the franchise. I played, like, one 2D game, and it was pretty cool. And then I saw Shadow. I'm like, oh, too much for me. Too too,
3: too scary. Um, <laughs> okay, look. Gen- the general consensus as, uh, like, Sonic games go is the 2D games generally are pretty good. Sonic 1 it's fine. Sonic 2 is the best. Sonic 3... And Knuckles, optional. Um, but overall, really fun. Sonic & Knuckles, good time. Sonic CD, pretty good. That's where things start to get a little bit wobbly. And then the shift into 3D oh. is where things yeah, start yeah, to oh, I'm not gonna, no, for
1: sure. I'm, I'm not going to play them. I'm not crazy. Oh,
0: come no, on, man. I'm not going back. Hang hang wait. Wait, no, wait, wait,
1: wait. I've got two things wait, 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 Why isn't wait, wait, this coming to PS5?
0: So it's coming to PS4 and Xbox One. Um, From what I'm able to see, base consoles are both running. Well, as far as I'm concerned, base consoles of PS4 and Xbox One are going to be running the game at um, 60 frames. On PS4 Pro and Xbox One X, you will have the ability to play in 4K for sure. Um, So you're already getting at 60 frames, 4K. Uh, Maybe they thought the effort wasn't there to make it maybe 120 frames. Considering not many people have displays that can handle that. But I would have loved a 3D Sonic game with 120 frames. Oh my lord!
3: Oh, that would have been that Ugh. would have been buttery Bliss. smooth.
1: Ugh. Hey, we may get it.
3: We may we, we may, may get it um, with the sequel. There's
1: like a new Sonic game. Like, do we have anything about that? Is so there, there, we we are gonna I, I, get to again, that in I know, a little I bit. Sonic,
0: like, we're gonna get to some more of the know. Sonic news, but right now oh we're gonna no. have a little break going to lighten things up a little bit with a little game I like to call I'm Cotter's terrifying. Toddlers. Cotter's Tots. Oh,
2: God. Fuck me. Fuck now, me. for oh this God. one oh, here, I want um, each of our amazing panellists
0: to close their eyes and imagine this scenario. So let's just say the ever-generous right. CEO <laughs> of the local business factory wants to give back to the community. And this time the around... Business they make, the business they factory. The business factory, my favourite Someone's got to put it together. And this one here, this CEO wants to support yeah. one broke university student looking to break out into the games industry. He wants to buy them one of the following collector's editions unveiled over the last week. Which one do you convince Mr. Cotter to pre-order? First up. Ooh, okay. We have the Sonic what Colors Ultimate Deluxe Edition. This year, okay. Okay, wait. Do we know what's coming out? A part of it was that part of the game. No, I, I'm going to go right into all of these. Get your ears peeled. All right, all right. there's going to be some goodies coming up. If you need, my eyes are still closed. If you want me to go back over them, you just say, and I'll do all it. All right, all right. So Mr. Cotter right. comes up to you and he goes, "Hey, look, you seen Sonic Colors Ultimate Edition? I mean, I wasn't the biggest fan of Colors." not as good as unleashed but if you pre-order the deluxe edition (laughs) you will receive early access exclusive music gold and silver wearables exclusive sonic the hedgehog movie tm player icons and a sonic the hedgehog movie tm boost now okay these wearables are they in-game wearables or
1: is it like a keychain
0: the wearables are imaginary wrist guards, kind of like how you can customise my yeah. a bit in Smash Brothers. Now,
3: All right. uh, okay, the, yeah.
0: the cherry on top here and what will sell you on the Sonic Colours Ultimate Deluxe Edition. Buying physical nets you the baby Sonic keychain as featured in Sonic the Hedgehog, the movie. So, a natural lead in. I wanted to talk about that. Exactly. So, I wanted to touch on straight after we're talking about Sonic Colors Ultimate and its unveiling. They're really going hard with the Sonic the Hedgehog movie merchandise with this one. They're going in, you're unlocking, um, they said you get the Sonic Good the film. Hedgehog movie boost. So, I imagine he's going to have kind of like the weird electrical blue sparks he has when he uses his boost yes. powers and stuff in the movie. Yeah, yeah. Maybe the wrist guards play into that somewhat. I'm not certain. Um, but that Baby Sonic keychain is obviously calling out the movie.
3: <laughs> yeah. Yep. Well, I actually have the trailer still up on my screen. Oh, and, yeah. Um, yeah, Sonic What's Colors the- Ultimate includes Baby Sonic keychain and it has the, the movie baby logo one. underneath where it says it and next to the Baby Sonic keychain. I feel key like chain.
0: this does um, this totally plays into our idea about the marketing. Like, they want... A big Sonic yeah. game to come out this Christmas to um, keep people excited and interest in the Sonic the Movie brand, even or Sonic as a larger multimedia mm-hmm. property. Um, and I think it's a good play. I think it's a great game to pick as well. All right, so I have a- <laughs> anyway. Carry on. No, sorry, it's okay. Next up, the qualifying have- from the game. <laughs> I Next win. up, we have Far Cry Six Ultimate Edition plus Lines of Yara bundle. Okay, this one I here think I know about this one. includes Far Cry 6 Ultimate Edition, an EB Games exclusive, friend of the show, the season pass. So show. you'll extend your gameplay for all three expansions and a whole bunch of other little goodies. But the kicker here is you get the Ultimate Pack. Here you get to roam the entire island looking and feeling badass with the Ultimate Pack. The Vice Pack includes the Vice Outfit, the Vice Scorpion machine gun skin, and the Warden Pinnacle vehicle. The Gold Question wa- slash statement.
1: Can, yeah. DLC, can pre-order bonuses stop coming for first-person games, stop coming with outfits? Because I
0: don't care. I agree. I don't, I I don't care what my also, character looks like. why are my eyes closed? <laughs> yeah, why are your eyes closed still, I Jesse?
1: was told to close my eyes at the start.
3: I <laughs> know, <laughs> oh, I gave up like... I gave up, up like 10 minutes ago. I've had my eyes no, like... Keep them shut. Eyes. Keep
0: them shut. I want you to... Uh, imagine Baby Sonic. Okay, so, Let, so, imagine sorry, Baby, so, Sonic so. I'm uh, Baby Sonic in your arms. Baby Sonic. Escape a from the city. Now, <laughs> really, <laughs> the big name. kicker for Far Cry 6 is you get a whole bunch of weird weapon charms. So I'm guessing those are little cool knickknacks you can hang off your weapon, just like in Resident Evil 8. Things like the gold brick oh, weapon God, charm. The letter opener. The champagne and a classy white, pa- white Panther companion that is exclusive to this edition. You also receive- Wait, So they're like, he's a crocodile, he's a cute dog, but you can pay extra for a White
1: Panther. No one's going to use this goddamn White Panther. And the, also the, the, white panther,
0: the, the White Panther is called champagne. That's so lame. Like, I'm sorry, I'm going to go for the fucking uh, crocodile. Now nah, boo, 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 <laughs> boo. So it also comes with the Crocodile Hunter Pack, Easy call out there. I mean, like, the Crocodile Hunter. You got me. You got me there. The Jungle yeah. Expedition Pack. So it's a whole bunch of it, like, you know, cosmetics, dumb Ubisoft stuff. People might be into it. And the stinger here is, of course, you receive the Lions of Yara statue. This is a sweet little statue that has Giancarlo Esposito with his little son. And they're, they're just hanging. Moody. Whatever. Just chilling. Here. The son's got a,
1: a gun. Sitting in a chair. Dad looking now out. hearing I this, I
0: before. hearing about yeah. this Far Cry 6 collector's edition, you might ask yourself, has, have collector's editions gone down the drain? Jesse, as a statue enthusiast, what do you think?
1: Uh, yeah, kind of. They've changed mm. what they are. They used to be mm. more physical stuff. If I'm doing a pre-order, give me some like weird kitschy shit. That's what yeah, I want. Dude, I want give me I a love keychain.
0: It. Give me a ball I, opener. Give me a hat. I'm not, I'm give not, not super into getting- I can give to somebody. I'm not super into getting collector's editions for games, but like I have fond memories of cracking open a big old Arkham City box that has like forensic yeah. case files and like um, Killer Croc's tooth, Joker like in a statue? little bag. Yeah, and I got the Joker. Isn't the one with the Joker I- with the TV and stuff like that? Yeah, I actually gave so that I, to a buddy. I, I, I got when that I moved as well. Here. <laughs> Same here. Yeah, that one was sweet. Yeah, I, yeah, I loved like, it. I do not like the game.
1: Okay, <laughs> I, I never remember. played it, and then like <laughs> you took parts of it apart as well, and you found more secrets in there. Yeah, Just you'd like crack, crack open little off.
0: storage boxes, and you'd find oh, like spoilers for the game. It's cool shit. For for the most part,
1: they will give you, um, you know, like an extra weapon earlier on the game. Cool. How long are you going to use that weapon for? For one, like you mm. use a fucking like hour if that. Also, yeah. they have deliberately made this game with. Adequate pacing. Pacing that makes sense. You get weapons at the right time so they work well against the enemies here up at that time. You don't want to be too hard. You don't want to be too easy. So why pay extra for something that breaks it? And then you're you're not going to be using that at the end game, are you? You're not using, you know, your like level two rifle at the end game. Yeah. Save your money. Give me weird shit. Give me a cool bobblehead for Far Cry like they did with Far
0: Cry 3. Hell yeah. And for Sonic, give me a better game. All right, so moving on. Dying Light 2 Collector's Edition. (laughs) Wow! (laughs) Nabbing the game on release immediately gets you access to the Reload outfit, (inaudible) weapon skin, and paraglider. Um, The Reload skins look pretty... You don't even have to look them up. They look fine. They're just dumb skins. Um, You get a legendary skin pack, exclusive weapon charms, wallpapers for your PC desktop, a digital comic... Digital soundtrack and a digital art book. Now it's worth noting. <laughs> Wait, okay. Sorry, what? The big kicker here. Google wallp- like
1: wallpapers?
0: Exactly. Just they're still Google doing them. this crap. Are these like the- NFTs or some shit? <laughs> so like a big part of this one is you get those things regardless if you get the digital deluxe edition, but if you get the physical collector's edition, you get things like the wallpapers instead are in a hard copy art book with lots of other goodies in it. You get a nice little UV flashlight, just like they use in the game. You get a map of the city, three postcards, and a sticker pack. Great. Here's a book, some stickers, and now you can find jizz on the walls. Yeah, that's exactly. Dang. You're never going to want to go near that couch again. They've Also, you get a <laughs> You're pretty never gonna cool- wanna- you get a pretty cool little thank you letter from the creative director. He's probably the only person who's still there. I don't want to dunk on him, Honestly, but I mean, like, that's, big, it's just an interesting choice. Put there. the blue light on that. <laughs> <The thing.
3: laughs> oh God. It's
0: just check tears. It. Check, yeah, check just everything. Tears.
1: If I had a blue light, I'd be checking everything.
3: So like. Imagine uh, booking a hotel room that weekend and you were like. Oh, gross.
0: Hell no, dude. <laughs> don't do it. Don't, don't do, do it. it. Don't do it. Again, this one, just like Far Cry comes with the expansion packs as well. Okay. You spend like 250 bucks. So the question I ask is what do you get Mr. Cotter CEO of the ever generous factory business thing. Business factory. Now for one of these, one of these do you ask him to get for you?
1: Simon sidebar quickly. Do you think this Mr. Cotter is Josh?
3: Look, I I have a suspicion, but I didn't want to say anything just in case they, look, wrong.
1: they look identical.
3: Yeah, I know, but like, yeah, I I don't know. I don't know. Maybe Josh does have a, like a secret he twin a brother that we just don't know about. Maybe. <coughs> <There's> <coughs> have you guys problem. made up your mind yet? Uh, yes, sir, <laughs> sorry, sir. Um, <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: Shit. Um, <laughs> I would get out of all of them. Do we, okay. Do you have prices? So, yeah, um, I'm going to be a bit rough here. Far Cry 6 and Dying Light 2 net around 250 Australian dollars. Okay. Sonic. Sonic, Sonic though, Sonic's just a cool 70. Sonic, 100%.
3: Sonic, by yeah. far. First and foremost, I want to point out the fact that that is the better of the three options. Yeah. Regardless <laughs> yes! of price point. The <laughs> okay. fucking worst
1: opinion Dude. we've had this
0: podcast, but go on. <laughs> I win! I finally For win! I I'm got guessing. you guys to admit how great Sonic is. I'm so he happy. It was Josh all the time. I have <laughs> no <was>
3: qualms. <laughs> it was Josh Carter all along.
1: So I was I actually have
2: no
3: qualms really with admitting the fact that Sonic is fun. Um, like,
0: <laughs> I've re- I was actually yeah, really interested the- in doing this one and seeing where they all fell. Because I mean, like big expensive ones that come with all these goodies. But at the end of the day, I want to play Sonic Colors Ultimate. And I mean, I'm gonna play all these games, but that's the one that I wanna get the goodies for. I get a little uh, baby Sonic keychain, I guess. That's better than a bloody huge statue at this point.
1: Yeah, like, I mean, are we out of touch? You're gonna be done with it soon. Look at all this shit on my wall. Look at all all the shit on my ear.
0: Do you think it's because these statues in particular don't (laughs) seem like they represent something to you yet because you haven't enjoyed the game? and that in and of itself is fine but
3: then you want to come up with something that is perhaps a bit more iconic like for example looking at my shelf um, my my bookcases in the background for all of our audio only listeners um, like the, the Master Sword of Resurrection from Breath of the Wild now first and foremost yeah I was going to get it anyway because it's Breath of the fucking Wild and it's a Zelda game and I'm a fucking sucker for that franchise but also, that's the Master Sword. Exactly. I know what that is. That is iconic. That is some cool shit right there. I'm like, fuck yeah, I want that bad boy. Octopath Traveler, I've got the got the collector's yeah. edition there. That comes in such a cool fucking thing. Like, holy shit, that's Just that is like the Xenoblade my one as well guilders. you got back there. Oh. I have a question for you, yeah, Josh. The, Josh, I got a question. The Xenoblade you one back. and the Link's Awakening one. It's like, so the Octopath Traveler one has a pop up art book. And it uses the character models from in-game in very important scenes that you will see within the first couple of chapters. And you go, oh, that's... I know where that is. That's really cool. And it looks incredible. And so when you play through the game, you're like, ah, yeah, ah, I saw that one. And it also has like a replica coin of the currency. The Link's Awakening one and the Xenoblade Chronicles one, um, both of which I got very lucky to even get yeah because when i tried to pre-order them they had sold out immediately at EV games so i spoke to my local for uh, link's awakening um and i was like hey if anyone cancels can you give me a call and not even 20 minutes after i went and spoke to them <laughs> one of the guys called me up and was like hey dude guess what we've That's just all. had someone cancel and i'm like yeah the Xenoblade Chronicles one I had to hunt all around Perth. My partner was incredible and helped call cool up every single EB games in the state and found one relatively close by, which we went and picked up the next day. And that's got an incredible art book. It is stunning. Absolutely stunning, that art book. It is awesome. And it, like on, on its own, I reckon that art book is worth like $60 because it has concept art. It has... Like environment design and all sorts of really, really, really interesting stuff. And I love it. It is just so damn pretty. Mm. I have a question
1: before, before we move on because we're under running short on time. Who's the f- character from Watch Dogs 1? What's his name? Aiden Pierce. Aiden Pierce. So I bought the fucking Watch Dogs exclusive thing with Aiden Pierce. I have an Aiden Pierce statue in my fucking oh my hand. God. You know where this motherfucker lives? I spent so much money on him. This little plastic goddamn.
0: Freak. Animal. No, don't shake hey. him. He misses his niece. He lives in a, a, a drawer now. He lives in a drawer now. Oh, no. I spent money on this. No. Hey. So um. these,
1: I like to buy good statues, you know, from your from your first for figures and such, from your yeah. gaming heads
0: and such. Hell yeah.
1: I like the good figures. If you're going to spend money, buy a statue don't waste on these plastic figures because the paint jobs are shit. They warp. They don't age well in the sun. And look-
0: Have have Ubisoft not picked not up their game at all? Because 20 billion more people have-, have uh, Sorry? Have Ubisoft picked up their game with those statues? Because I mean, like, um, I, I was look, getting the okay. Assassin's okay. Creed fair, ones whenever they came out. I was having fun with them. This one isn't them. bad?
1: Yeah. And I have a black flag one up there. Ubisoft that probably has the best ones I've seen. Yeah. But nice. even then, they're, they're kind of shitty. Honestly- Buy the Sonic one. If you want a statue from the other games, wait for an official figure, uh, official statue to come out and buy the proper one. So just so yeah. not F- worth it. First four
3: figures and game do ahead, excellent yeah. statues. I've got a couple behind me, and they are awesome. They're really pretty. I'm keeping them in the box for now. I will one day unwrap Link, because Link is currently covered in like some plastic to help keep his bow yeah. secure. I will, I will unwrap him one day. But, you know, it's just... Even as it is right now, it looks
0: really fucking nice. So That's some good shit. what I want us all to do now is I want us all to close our eyes again for the epilogue. <laughs> so Mr. Cotter, We're CEO prayer? of the Business Factory, walks up to you. Papa Cotter. Sonic Colors Ultimate Deluxe Edition in hand. In his left hand, he has the Baby Sonic keychain. He walks up to you.
1: In the right hand, Baby Sonic. In his (laughs) other hand,
0: a gun You have three
3: hands (laughs) But he comes up to you His jaw unhinges, he swallows you whole like a snake He comes up to you, he hands you Your
0: copy of the game and he wishes you well Now he has Promised to pay for your college tuition But Little do you know, it'll be ten years time Before you'll see him again Stay tuned for part two Sometime in the future (laughs) You do not hear from Mr. <laughs> Connor for 10 that years after this event. That I expected. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Stay tuned for part two. What, it's a, it's a work in progress, of course. You know, there might be a couple of retcons in there. We ain't perfect. Um, before we completely now, move on, all right, to our big old topic quickly, of
1: the that show. Was called, that was called Connor's Toddlers, right? Connor's Toddlers. For one, I'm not going to even ask why. <laughs> two, did you think of the term, oh, my Josh? As it quits. <laughs>
0: no, I don't like that oh as my much. Gosh. I like Coddys toddlers. Fair he's enough. He's raising you. He's Fair raising enough. you. I mean, I assume he's raising you. I don't really know him personally or anything like that. He's no just a man of the factory. He's just a manager of a factory. It's right. Um, really? You, like you're before- younger than me. Really How can really you knows. raise me? I'm risen. <laughs> <sighs> Bloody people. All right. Jesse, I know you've been wanting to talk about Horizon. I know you're trying to cut me off because you're just so excited to hear about Horizon 2. You want to talk about it. You want to gush about it. You want to talk about how great it is and how you love it so much. But tell you what, I just want to have five seconds to talk about the fact that not only did we get Sonic Colors Deluxe Edition announced, we also got um, Sonic Origins, a cool little compilation of um, the first three Sonic games Plus Knuckles, um, as well as a cu- couple other Sonic games from that kind of Mega Drive Genesis era that um, haven't been re-released on current platforms yet. Um, the full set list kind of hasn't been announced, so I'm, I'm looking forward to hearing more about that. I know that they announced from that Sonic Central stream that there's going to be a bunch of Sonic cameos to celebrate the end an- of the 35th. Is- no, that's not 35th. Give me celebrate Sonic's anniversary. Um, 30th. 30th. 30th, 30th, 30th anniversary, is it not? Um, yeah. And, I mean, like, he's going to be showing up in Yakuza. I mean, not actually Yakuza. He's going to be in Lost Judgment, the Judgment sequel. Um, that would be amazing if he was in Yakuza. Yeah, dude. So he's showing up in Lost <laughs> Judgment. Um just, in the just form- at a bar just <laughs> drinking. Just in the form of one of the arcade machines you play is going to be the really weird Sonic the Fighters game, which is just a virtual fighter kind of clone with some oh, characters. Oh, man, that is... Which is pretty cool, actually. Um, it was released on like Xbox Mm. Live Arcade and the PlayStation Store back on PS3 um, about 10 years or so now. But it's going to be fun to have that in there. It's a cute little celebration. You're going to be able to play as a giant mascot costume Sonic in um, Sega's Olympics game when they come up with that. Um, Just a bunch of cute little cameos he's making. Which is bizarre. Really bizarre, especially, I mean, I love the attention to detail that it is a sweet little mascot costume. And then just chuck um, this gorgeous 3D model of Sonic there because I don't think we could have handled it, okay? To my but <laughs> I got the blue light out. I also just want to touch base. Game has a special place in my heart after finishing Dragon Quest XI last year. Dragon Quest twelve has been announced. Um, not a whole lot is known about it. It's supposed to be a bit darker. Um I don't really vibe with that as much. Yeah, that
3: reveal trailer.
0: It looked kind of edgy, but I mean, we still haven't seen character designs. We don't know what the overworld looks like. I think what they want to do is just make it a little bit more serious, or I don't know, maybe change the character designs a bit. I mean, maybe make Toriyama's art style a little, little tighter. I don't know. Um, And we also got announcement of um, much in the vein of Octopath Traveler, that two D, three D, that HD, two D art style. We're getting Dragon Quest 3, of oh. course. Uh, I've, I've played a couple of Dragon Quest games, a, a lot of spinoffs. Never played Dragon Quest 3, even though it's known to be like the best one and the iconic one. So I'm really yeah. looking yeah, forward to this, it. and I hope we get it here because it looks incredible. It looks it phenomenal. It looks
3: incredible. Like, look great, uh, so this is the third game that will be using that um, 2.5D HD engine. Yeah. Initially introduced with Octopath Traveler. Uh, currently, in development with um, Triangle Strategy. Yeah, which, so that's a different team, right?
0: Um, so I, I, I believe think, sorry, Project I it's T- a Triangle Strategy is made by a different developer, just under the HD Two T kind of like subtitle thing. Um, so it makes me yes. think: is yes. this yes. Is, is this what the like Octopath team after Bravely Default Two is working on? Because if so, that's baller. That's if awesome. So, what I a would dream be, come true!
3: I would be. Over the moon. Like, oh my God. Because, yeah, this will be the third game using that engine. And it holds up so fucking well. Dude. I started playing Octopath Traveler again on PC. Yeah. um, Thanks to Game Pass. And I was just like, oh man, this looks
0: crisp on my 4K display. And I mean, if there's any way. This is gorgeous. If there's any possible way to get people who are not interested in Dragon Quest interested, do this. This is perfect. Mm. This has Jesse's yeah. attention. Look,
1: put, yeah. put, wait, Dragon Quest, I've no interest in it. Although yeah. in, until you said that they're going in a more serious direction going forward. Because when I think of Dragon Quest, I'm thinking when I was in Japan, Dragon Quest is everywhere over there. I'm thinking of this little blue
0: Yeah, the slimes. Drop, water. Yeah, <laughs> slime, okay, the slime, slime well, now, but it was water. I, I, the, the last defeat. thing I want is for them to get rid of that. Like that's not what I want no, at all. Yeah. But like I mean, Dragon Quest to me that's is kind of like, like happy, it's jolly, it's good vibes, you know? Um, It's triumphant.
1: So, like, with this Octopath travel art style, is it enough to make me play it? No. No, I'm not crazy. But (laughs) it did move the dial a little bit. So there'll be people who are a lot closer to wanting to play and this will push them over the edge. I mean, all, I that, drawn, all that has
0: yeah. to happen is that you're in a bit of a weird Octopath kind of mood one night. You know, you've had a couple of glasses of wine, you know, yeah. and you just, you just feel you like know, you, know, you know the Octopath mood you're getting to? Yeah, yeah,
3: oh, exactly. Yeah. And I you're sitting there on mood. the couch. I know that mood all too well.
0: <laughs> you're swinging your wine and you're just like, I <laughs> might call up Dragon Quest 3. I might see what Dragon Quest 3 is doing tonight. You know,
3: I
1: just... <laughs> okay, I have a wait. <laughs> also, Simon, next time you play Octopath, can you get that blue light that you got from the... Uh, <laughs> the pre-order because the way you just said that it's like oh man i've given it given it, it a call after No, okay so this
3: is this is genuinely a thing that i have experienced where i was sat there going oh i want to play a really fun jrpg but i'm at a very awkward point in bravely default 2 and to get back into it would take a lot more effort than i'm willing to put in <laughs> what a specific I mood could- <laughs> honestly mm-hmm. yes <laughs> like I, I'm sat there, I'm looking at like Octopath Traveler on my Switch, and I'm like, I could, but I'm right at the end game, and I don't want to deal with all the end game strategies and crap. <sighs> if only I could play the game again. Well, I could boot it up on my Switch, but I am right here on my PC, and it is on Game Pass, so mm. download, install, done, boot it up, cool, let's go. Fuck yeah! And I sp- was up until about three o'clock in the morning. Playing it. I love that. It's just having such a good time.
0: I need to go back. I need to finish it up. So,
3: oh, yeah, absolutely.
0: All right. Well, that's kind of the last little things I want to get out of the way before the big old topic of the show that we're going to finish up on. Jesse. Take it away on Horizon. It was right Forbidden there, you consider big news on the horizon. You could have nah, said it. You could have nah, done it. Okay? Too cheap. Too cheap. Phony. <laughs> I tell too you cheap, what, actually. Cheap I'm for the sure I've sure mentioned ones. it on the podcast before. But um got Horizon Zero Dawn at launch. Wasn't a big fan of it. I was very disappointed. I didn't like traversal. I felt like it had its hand in too many baskets. Um and it wasn't until Jesse actually encouraged me to take it up again and give it another shot that I kind of found it clicking with me and i i I'm really enjoyed hero. it i was i was captivated by the story i i think it's excellent i think it's one of the best games of the generation i love the combat i think it's so addicting um and there's something so kinetic about it um so thank I'm you i'm so Josh. glad you mentioned thank the combat you. In that game because it, it,
1: it is so I, th- I think the combat is so underrated there are so many moving parts of the combat mm and it just works, and just I don't think enough people speak about it. I I want to do a bit of a, a deep dive on Horizon down the track because I think there's a lot to be said about it. Maybe oh, yeah. close to Forbidden West coming out.
0: Let's do it. But cool. Forbidden West, one of the only games we'll talk about today that do, didn't get a release date in the last week.
1: No, um,
0: we got a big old deep dive. I think it was about 17 minutes. Um, had us hanging out with Aloy, recruiting our friend. Is it? Is it Bran? Is it? It's not Bran. Is sure. it? Dude. I, Dude, look,
1: I don't play Horizon for the people. I play it for the dinosaurs.
0: You don't play it for the people? <laughs> I play it for the people. That's the no. thing. The game story is phenomenal. <laughs> if 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 Philip over there can shoot a rocket
1: out of his back and swim in the ocean and shoot lasers out of his eyes, sure, I'll pay attention to him. But until then. Yeah, but
0: what about the anguish going on in Philip's mind right now? Come on. Come Shame. on. Shame. Philip, is, is, it, is this where I tell
3: you, you that rhinos are not dinosaurs, Jesse?
1: I'm I'm up to here with your anti-science rhetoric. <laughs> okay.
3: Rhinosaurus the rhetoric is actually very pro-science rhetoric. I'm sorry to be shattering <laughs> your I don't know, dinosaur's robot.
1: oh! oh. <laughs> you and your well is. You and your. I had to. I'm
3: sorry. I'm you. sorry. I had to. Fucker. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> Go play Octopath Traveler. <laughs>
3: Just so long as there isn't a UV light around, then yeah. So I
0: think like the the biggest (laughs) the biggest part about watching the trailer for Horizon Forbidden West um, is just like how. It still looks gorgeous, of course. I mean, of course, this is gonna be a showpiece. Oh, I, I believe yeah. um this entire thing was streamed in 30 frames per second. So they're not really flaunting anything about potential higher frame rates, uh with a lower resolution or maybe lower graphic settings. Um, I think that's very interesting and something to keep an eye on. Um but what really stood out to me was that actually c- combat against machines still looks incredible. Like, combat against actually humanoid opponents, though, seemed like they had a lot more looks depth. Good. And it looked like you were staggering mm. enemies. And, uh, one of my biggest complaints about Horizon was just the fact that um, your melee attack was you just pressed a trigger, I think, and she just kind of like yeah. did a weird, really gross-looking animation. Um, it felt really slippery. It didn't feel precise. Um, it didn't feel like it was... Lining up with the enemies or anything like that—it was gross. It felt it, it really budget. Um, but here, I mean, like it looks incredible. Uh, they talked about how you could be able to pull off combos now. Um, we saw a stagger an enemy and then like follow it up with a perfectly aimed little arrow shot and like actually executed an enemy on the spot. And you got special attacks now. You got these special attacks. I forget what they're called, but like they're so anime. Everything stops and oh, zooms bear up bear on bear named Aloy's but face. Like this- and she's just like, yeah, baby. And then she grabs a little canister of fucking future energy and she shoves it <laughs> into her little bloody and just like
1: Fuck you, bang, you're dead. <laughs> it was cool. It was
0: cool. It was it, bloody it, awesome. So the <laughs> interesting part about
1: that is in the corner of the screen when that happens, you see that there is some sort of like power gauge bar thingy that mm. empties when she does it. The interesting thing was it was segmented. There was two segments to it. So I wonder if ah. that, that seemed like the full attack. I'm very interested to see if you have half attacks as well. Um, that you could do a, cool. a bit of a different trigger nice with one, those. Um, because, yeah, that combat with people, combat in the game, yes, yeah, pr- pretty garbage. This has so much more to it. And I like the map is big. And look, say this one's in San Francisco and San Francisco. Mm-hmm. The, the biome itself is so much more interesting than anything I've seen in Horizon. Yeah. Digital, which I loved. Obviously.
0: I mean, I loved um, a lot of the biomes. are giving you a I lot, lot more
1: traversal the, yeah.
0: mechanics. Yeah. I loved
1: That's them, but just cool. like seeing the, the coastline
0: here and underwater, which I'll get to. I, I need to think about it. Can underwater I mention something there. about the traversal mechanics? So you've got a little pinging system, yeah. just like you had in the original where, you know, it pings enemies, you have your detective vision, whatever the hell. Also marks and highlights um, places where you can just climb up the wall and things like that. Ropes that you can swing on um, kind of normal stuff. Um, were you guys expecting maybe more of a Breath of the Wild influence here? Maybe more of a you can climb up anything. Were you disappointed no, I think you've got to by break how
1: the yeah. kind of break with how they would make the world? So Breath of the Wild is a very interesting world, but it does adhere to very strict rules that make that possible. I think mm, when they want yes. to go really weird with the. the, the um like kind of nature porn of the whole thing if it's like yeah plants overgrowing machines and stuff like that you would have to really dull that back to make that work because you would want to make that work everywhere if you're escaping an enemy and then you jump onto exactly. the wall and for some reason you can't climb it you'd be like oh that's shitty yeah so they have to wind it back but i really so they added in the pull caster which is just like uh Little grapple hook. Uh, hook I guess. shot sort of thing. Yeah, hook shot. Grapple cool. hook yeah. kind of thing, which is cool. I not I want to see that you use more in combat. I wonder if you can pull um armor oh, off dude, creatures?
0: Yes. That'd Hell be cool. yes, dude. I want to pull the... the canisters off their backs.
1: Yeah, something like that would be really cool, oh. especially the one of the weirdest things in Horizon is when you shoot a massive like twelve foot long machine gun off his Tyrannosaurus <laughs> Rex's back. You shoot it off and somehow you pick it up and it's the size of an AK forty seven. Like mm,
2: that Scene. It it's is,
0: yeah.
1: yeah. But, you know what? It, it, when you think about it too much, it's dumb. But when you play it, it's goddamn... It's fun as hell. It's um, exhilarating. <laughs> something I'm interested in is the shield wing. So you have, like, a paraglider. You can jump off yeah. heights to float down. Now, that's got me thinking. You don't see a tall neck in this. The tall necks are the long neck dinosaurs from Zero Dawn. When you climbed up them, you would hack them and you'd use that to... Ex- to uh, expand the map. Yeah, they're your Ubisoft towers. I have right? a feeling, pretty much, they're your Far Cry towers. I think in this one, part of the advertising has been for a flying dinosaur, I can't what they're called, yeah. whatever. I have a feeling there's going to be a lot more verticality in this game, hence the parachute. Uh, I think to ex- you know, explore the map, you have to hook shot onto one of those flying dinosaurs. Mm-hmm. I think they would be really big. There'd be certain areas where you can do it from and you'd hook onto them, jump up, see the map, it'll expand You jump off. And all for Goddamn it. amazing.
0: That sounds amazing. Yeah. Um, and the other thing is you get, yeah, that sounds fun.
1: Is the uh, diving mask. They couldn't come up with a cool name for it, I guess. The <laughs> underwater areas of the game took my breath away. Oh, that was, that was a pun there. Cause the water, yeah. you can't breathe under there. Took my breath away. No. Looked incredible. I've not seen underwater areas done done Like this, I like underwater areas and games for the most part. I think some, sometimes I freak out a little bit because,
0: yeah, they ugh, yeah, totally that's go. a big thing for me. But I think that all started when I got eaten uh, by a big old fish in Mario 64.
1: <laughs> oh, <laughs> in yeah, that's life, fair. like, that's when did fair. this
0: happen? When did you get yeah. fish? <laughs> hey, it was last week. <laughs> it's cool. um,
1: it happens. Um, but yeah, seeing under underwater areas with a lot of different fauna in them, so you've got. The Snapmores from Zero Dawn. And then you've also got these ones called the- I think they're called Borrowers or something like that. You see them sort sort of in the background of a shot and uh, apparently they school up on you and they're they're pretty cool. They look kind of like metal platypus. Can we just mention- Speaking of creatures.
0: Oh, no, I was just going to say underwater. I mean, like the detail underwater with all the little bits of flora and like coral and stuff. like. I've like games don't look like that They've- normally, but the fact that it's underwater, like I'm getting flashbacks to playing monster hunter and swimming underwater in three and it just being nothing. <laughs> 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 it, it, it's know? so much like
1: there are going to be big set pieces underwater. There has to be, there has to be some sort of base that's underwater or something like that. Um, one thing I'm very Gungans. interested to the very minus There's thing. There's going to be Gungans. <laughs> no,
2: but also hells yes.
1: <laughs> um, I wanna see oh, what the invisible wall is. It's a very so minor old. thing, but I spoke about it a lot when <laughs> Lauren and I did our live reactions to this. You know, in games where you can swim out to sea, there's either a shitty invisible wall that you get to, you swim up to it and you just can't get any further, and it's like, ah, oh, that's kind of stupid or the game kills you in a very interesting way. So I'm thinking Jack of Jack and like Daxter fish. In Jack and Dac- Jack and Daxter, you swim out and that big shark thing eats you. In Jack two he scares the security me. measures get you. Stuff like that happens. You go out too far, and like an octopus will get you or something like that. I want there to be a real big creature out there. but if you swim out too it's far, There's always a
3: bigger fish on Aloy. Could, so could you imagine? Okay, a horizon style megalodon.
1: That's what I, that's basically what I'm thinking. Oh, that, Either that or, yeah. that or a kraken. That or a kraken could be amazing.
3: Fucking fun! Oh my
0: god, a kraken, a kraken, would, be kraken amazing. would be no, no, no. I would love. There's a Gungan city out there. God damn they just doing fucking They just spear. They just spear. <laughs> they just spear. <laughs> All the um, gungans. And then the big so guy speaking comes Speaking of creatures up.
1: though. Yeah. Speaking of creatures, the raptors, I want to cry when I saw them. They are amazing. They have chainsaws for bottom yeah. jaws, which would be really, really good for Keelan with breaking teeth. Get new chainsaws in there, dude. Keelan, when you're editing <laughs> this, go to Bunnings, buy two small chainsaws. I'm sure they sell m- mini chainsaws. For some reason, even just like electric knives for a roast. You'd be better for it. <laughs> um cause they looked like the uh I can't remember what the Panther esque creature in Horizon Zero Dawn was. But it was sort of the the most aside from the Thunderjaw, it was the most marketable creature. And it, you you saw it everywhere. I think that the raptors would be and then of course the The Fly Boys Elephant. The big the big Lord of the Rings two towers elephant. Um, that you fight at the end, it's like Oliphant, that you fight at the end. It will be the thunder draw, and it will be the big set piece fight because that fight looked really cool when all the all the wood falls off at the back. All the oh, oh. I'm so excited for this game, guys.
0: <laughs> this, what actually for got some me reason, about it wasn't was the fact. Yeah, I mean, like what actually got me is seeing that. At all in gameplay. and I know it sounds dumb, but just the way it looked. I think um, the amount of particle effects mm, and mm. things like seeing fog yeah. and smoke and watching them interact and them interacting differently, it, it gave this world this uh, – it felt very alive. It had depth to it. It wasn't just this static open world that has nothing going on. It, it looks phenomenal, and I think that does a lot in making it come to life and uh, making you actually care about 100%. you know these big old creatures that you're taking down. I think it makes such a world of difference
1: um you bring up particle effects ever since playing returnal mm-hmm. i kind of realized while playing returnal how big an effect that has on gameplay like i just on my experience with the game how much yeah. i'm enjoying it how much I'm, I'm engrossed in it it's a very minor detail and obviously returnal being from house Marquee, did an incredible job with it um i was getting sort of not on the same level but seeing when rocks or like a tower exploded all the rocks and stuff going everywhere, all the lasers shooting everywhere. Yeah. It's cool. A lot, it's yeah. very busy at times, but seems to be running very, very smoothly. And just the setting, like the shoreline. They keep showing the coast.
0: Oh, yeah, dude. And it's such I a cool. Yeah. I, I
1: hate when games have these amazing set pieces, but it's during like it's raining or it's night. It's same with mm. movies, and you can't enjoy it. Yeah. But then you see something through the day and it just makes it a
0: thousand times I, I, better. I, I speak about this all the time. I feel like it makes me think of Far Cry 3. That's that's I know there's pirates and awful stuff going down, but I look at those beaches and I think of sitting near the water and stuff yeah. like that. And it actually makes me feel immersed. There's something about beach locations. Yeah. I remember playing like Final Fantasy Twelve and not really vibing with the world until I found a small body of water and I could actually plant myself there and see myself relaxing by it and i think that does a lot here as well it's a place we want to exist in
1: yeah i think we're so used to like you know with the beach um we're used to going there during the day like our brains just like associate the beach with daytime yeah so when you see in the games like oh this yeah i'm immersed in this, this is real but it's not just that it's also i can see everything happening right now yeah. If it was dark, cool this big elephant thing. The fight would be really fun, and it'll be some cool lighting effects with like the lasers that shoot off it. Cool. But right now, I can see every single part of this thing. I can see every wire and gear underneath the armor. I can see it move. Nothing is hidden. You know, when you see well, a think- shitty CG fight in a film. It's always nighttime, so they can cover all, like muddy yeah. up the whole Suicide screen. Squad. So you yeah. can't tell the the you can't see the holes in it. Yeah. I like how they're just like, nope, this, this is a good-looking game. We're going to show you a good-looking game.
0: Actually raises the question, however, it. do you think they're holding off on showing nighttime footage because of how impressive those lighting effects and stuff is going to be? Because, I mean, it already looks gorgeous during the day, but typically games look a lot more flat during the day, especially open-world games. It's at nighttime where I think uh, most, mon- most open-world world games- Horizon at night, Zero Dawn life. at night looked incredible. So I'm actually really looking um, at that. I didn't think of seeing all the lasers and different machines and blinking lights and stuff. That sounds phenomenal. It'd be, it'd
1: be interesting to see that. I think they just want to show off this, like, hey, this is a very different location because if, if this is the same, you know, desert, jungle, forest, yeah. the, the three ma- uh, and snow, the, th- the four main biomes of Zero Dawn, people would just say, oh, what's new here? I think Absolutely. once you're sort of drawn in by this whole new, it's like they're, they're painting on a, on a different easel now. Um, yeah, and once you appreciate that, you can appreciate all the little details there. Everything else comes to life a little bit more. So I think they just really want to show that off and show it all off with a bit of color and a bit of brightness and stuff. I it. think
0: actually, what this reveal actually reminded me a lot of was um, seeing stuff about the EA reboot of Battle Star Wars Battlefront. Um, I remember like seeing uh, the jungles on is it. Uh, What's it called? On Endor? Uh, Endor. Yeah, the forest moon of Endor. Um, yeah. Like uh, seeing that for the first time and thinking, how can games look better than this? You know, I, I have that moment yeah, here. doesn't make any sense. It feels like a huge, another huge oh. step forward.
1: Two other things I want to bring up with this is yeah. weapons will now be customizable because they want each player to have more of a feeling of agency and ownership over like, you know, what you're doing in the game. So it will be very interesting to see how much can you, upgrade a spear in different ways i i I would have loved to have seen a skill tree or or something something weird in this uh the other thing is big fan of the uh the robot ai when you aloy uses her scan to climb up a pole um she's being chased by these raptors and these raptors are big like they're like proper scary things they're not like the the what were the ones uh the lookouts in um the, oh, one, yeah, called. Yeah.
0: the lookers, were much bigger called? than them. Yeah. Um,
1: and you see climbing up this, this pillar and they all just look at you and it, very much Jurassic Park sort of vibes to it. Of just like Raptors <laughs> are smart. They start going up the stairs to come up to meet you. They know where you will end up. I loved that. That was such a small thing where you could just like cheese your way around most enemies in that situation. But they're just like, Nope we're gonna we know where you're going we will trap you i love that it, it, it there was a it made the whole situation feel so much more tense oh, oh i'm gonna oh, I, i'm so excited for the game for some reason i i was not too stressed about the game like i wasn't thinking about it that much um you know i'm thinking about i know ragnarok won't come out this year but they keep saying it's gonna come out this year so i'm sort of lying to myself about it
3: well that was something i read um which was that Ragnarok isn't the official confirmed name. Yeah, yeah, but for, for some
1: reason that was news this week where it's like they came out yeah. at a... At a uh,
3: some
1: sort oh, of no,
0: talking. it's just the it's name like, that oh, we provided yeah, to it's the... Like, okay, it's to
1: like, why is everyone writing about but that? But even in the internal like, shareholder meetings, like, hey.
0: we've seen recently that it's referred to as Ragnarok with a full-on Ragnarok, and then and they came out, it's like, well. oh, we
1: just put that as a placeholder. And I, I don't think anyone cared. And all but these places were right up with news, but... That is. Also,
3: I don't believe you. Like, come on, you're doing a like. Given the setting, it's gonna be called fucking Ragnarok. Don't lie to us. Mm, you know, like we know. You no, know, it's gonna be thin it is anyway. such a small That's thing that I'm point.
1: like, why is it news at all? Like, why is it a thing? Yeah, no, <laughs> um, it's crazy. Horizon has suddenly gone to the top of my games. I'm looking forward to. Absolutely. And I don't. It it, it's phenomenal. one of the things I don't know why it wasn't
0: there already. It should have been. I think, cool. I, I think I you, just didn't, you didn't get to see it really. I mean, you had you had no idea of it. You know, you didn't you need mean, a deep dive. Yeah. You need to know what you're doing. Um, going to be doing for 40 hours. Yeah,
1: I just want yeah. to explore that it world. It looks Those plants.
3: It oh. looks good enough that I genuinely want to play through and finish Zero Dawn. We it out on PC. Have you played it all? Yeah. I haven't played it at
0: all.
3: Yeah. I've got it. I've got it on PS4. It sat there. Dude, down there give somewhere. It, give it a go. It's it, 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 a
1: Thoroughly enjoyable experience. Um,
0: I, yeah. I know it took and me a while to get going, I, but it, it, like the story and is there's a moment It's political. It's, a, it's like really incredible. The
1: story, there's a thread hanging for a lot of the game, okay? And it kind of gets annoying. Where it's like, can you explain more about what's happened here? Like, why the world is at this state? And there was a moment mm. where they pull that thread and you will not leave your console. Mm-hmm. I, I was about to wrap up and then they started pulling that thread and i like, okay, I see what you're doing here. There's a lot of exposition towards the end, but it works and it makes sense. It's like,
0: yeah, it's a game that does that. How though? does this make sense? And it, it gets you invested again and you feel really like crazy and it fills you with all these emotions and it fucking crushes you. And then it builds you back up oh, again. It's so, you know? <laughs> when we get, once we get a official launch date
1: for Forbidden West. Let's do a deep dive on uh, love letters, Horizon. baby. Let's do
0: it. Done and oh, done, done. Walking that awesome. into you. Done. Um, well, cool. I guess that really brings us to the end of tonight's show. We're done. We're done. We're done. Thank you so done much, though. guys. I'm done. Hey, Jesse. Good hosting. For, you did well. Thanks, thanks, thanks yeah, for hosting yeah, the pilot series. I enjoyed that game, hey, You got this. Yeah, I thought it got was got a good fun. I thought had just the right amount now of. Now I know that if I. Good jelly times. You know,
3: if Just you spontaneously combust one day. Look, it's a
1: chance. There's always a chance. I know Can a I have your Aiden continue.
0: Pierce statue if anything happens?
1: No, bury that with me. <laughs> I, <was lying laughs> I want to be time. buried with it. not worth it, Josh. It's not worth what? it. I never want to forget Watch Dogs. Yes. Okay,
0: <laughs> um, but for this everybody listening.
1: in that game. We're love.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we are on Spotify and iTunes. So, I mean, like, if you like what you hear here, I mean, we do a bit of streaming here and there on Twitch. Um... We live stream the podcast recordings every Sunday. Um, But if you want to listen to us, maybe catch up on your backlog. Um, Check us out on Spotify and iTunes. Subscribe, leave us a review. It actually does mean a lot, like everyone says. Um, And as always, big old thank thank you to the Fan Critical Network. Um, Those are the kind of guys that keep us running and kind of got us off the ground here. Um, so shout out to those guys, the fan critical podcast network. Um, and I mean, if you're like us or you want to hear more from us, or you're just like into lame gaming nerdy stuff, um, hop on over to Um we we'll go through bouts of writing stuff, but it's where you'll find a lot of our We're coming back. A lot of our thoughts. Yeah, we're coming back. We're bringing it back. Um, and, of course, we're on, back, <laughs> baby. we're on your Facebook, we're on your Twitter, we're on your Instagram, at StoryModeAUS. Um, and, yeah, we'll be streaming here on Twitch every week. We have a couple streams going. I know Simon's going to be checking follow out. Follow us. Uh, <laughs> yeah, follow us on Twitch. <laughs> Give us the sub. Um, I know, <laughs> Simon, you're streaming tomorrow night, right, man?
3: Uh, yes, yeah, so I'll be carrying on with Final Fantasy XIV. Um, we wrapped up the... Uh, main scenario for the uh, Realm Reborn. Hell yeah! Um, last time we played, um, so now we'll be doing some of the some of the additional content that you unlock once you reach level fifty, and making basically all of the really fun stuff that you can do in the game. The first time around, we'll be uh, going through and uh, checking out. And um, I'm pretty sure our friend We Scotsman will be joining us for
0: that. Hey, friend Sorry, of the show. Watery.
3: Um so
0: And
1: if yes, you're watching this live over on, on Twitch, there's a chance, there's a roll of dice, there's a seventy nine percent chance, I was gonna say seventy, but that's saw Lauren's face that we will be streaming over watch later on tonight. So come <laughs> come come watch me play as Diva, because that's all I can play as.
0: Play as Ronheart, man. Nah man, it's all about Winston. What? Diva. Love me some Winston. Winston. But oh, um, be, yeah, Fan Critical people. makes this all happen and you can even support them on Patreon. If you like what we're doing here, you can get all sorts of bonus goodies. But until next time, thanks to Let Me Host Jesse. Love you guys. Do you time? Bye. Bye. Mwah. Thank you. Bye. Mwah,
1: mwah, mwah.
2: Little kisses for everyone.